This is Talking Aerospace Today, a podcast for the aerospace and defense industry, a place that brings the promise of tomorrow's technology to the ears of our listeners today. And I'm your host, Scott Salzweedle. Welcome to a special episode of Talking Aerospace Today, where we'll be talking with our special guest, Tom Gill of SimData. Of course, as always, my partner, Dale Tutt, is here too. This promises to be a fascinating discussion with two highly recognized industry experts. I'm excited to have these two join me today. And what's the topic of today's podcast? Well, today's podcast, Transforming the AND Certification Process Through Digitalization, takes a much-needed look into the costly and time-consuming activities around certification. How do we address certification in today's world when we have more innovation than ever? Urban air mobility vehicles are requiring new and faster ways to certify. We're seeing growing complexity in systems and platforms, which are becoming more integrated. Certification has always been a complex and drawn-out process. And given the challenges of today, how do OEMs and their supply chain even begin to certify? Well, there is hope. Today, we're going to discuss the bright light shining down the dark tunnel of aircraft certification. And that bright light is introducing digital transformation into aircraft certification. Now, there's a lot to discuss here. So let's begin by first meeting our special guest from SimData, Tom Gill. Hi, Tom. Welcome to the show. Could you please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do at SimData? Sure. Nice to meet you, Scott. As far as my background, I'm a mechanical engineer, and I've had a diverse industrial career. I started out working for a couple of machinery companies and used the Unigraphics, early Unigraphics CAD software. I got involved in CAD system support, then moved over to the automotive industry, where I did CAD support, automation programming, using GRIP, and then a bit of finite element analysis. I then moved on to Freudenberg NOK, a tier one automotive supplier where I was PLM director and led the implementation and operation of their PLM solution. And for the past 12 years, I've been working at SimData as a consultant where I work both with industrial companies and with solution providers, helping them with uh, PLM strategies and solving tactical issues. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. It's an honor to have you here today. And Dale, could you please share with our listeners what you do at Siemens? Hey, Scott. Uh, good to be here again with you. What I do at Siemens, I am the vice president of the aerospace and defense industry strategy team. I, I lead the development for all of the industry activities for the aerospace and defense industry here at Siemens. I work with our customers to help define where we need to invest in new solutions and where do we need to invest in helping to bring new products and solutions to market for all of our customers. And sometimes I tell everybody that I represent the voice of the customer here at the company. My background, I joined Siemens from, I had previously been out at the spaceship company and part of Virgin Galactic as a vice president of engineering and then program management. And before that, I had about an 18-year career at Cessna Aircraft Company working on a number of different programs. So I've seen a lot of, uh, a lot of certification activities and a lot of flight test and ground testing activities throughout my career. Great. Well, it's wonderful to have you, Dale. Uh, thanks for being here. Tom, let's start with you. For listeners not familiar with SimData, could you explain the role SimData plays in the A&D industry? So SimData is a strategic management consulting firm, and we've got three elements to our business. We perform research, both technical and market-oriented. All the major PLM solution providers use our market numbers to do their business and product planning. We provide education. We have a PLM certification class. We offer both publicly and privately, but the biggest part of our business is consulting. 
We help industrial companies sort out digital transformation and PLM strategies, select software, and plan their implementations. We also help solution providers better understand the market and get their messages out. We don't sell or implement software, so we can maintain our market independence, and we've been operating this way for almost 40 years now. As far as A&D specific, we've really done work, consulting work with A&D companies since our inception and continue to consult individually with, with companies. But since 2014, we've been putting a lot of effort into a group that we administer known as the A&D PLM Action Group. It started in 2014 with Boeing, Embraer, Airbus, and Gulfstream, and now includes most of the major airframe and engine suppliers. The mission of the group is to enable the industry to speak with one voice on important PLM-related topics to solution providers, standards bodies, and other interested parties. Within the group, they fund research and SimData provides subject matter experts to administer projects and also execute some of the research. We've published a lot of papers and have presentations available, and you can get them for no charge on our website. Some of the interesting topics are PLM solution obsolescence, big problem in aerospace, multi-bomb collaboration, and model-based systems engineering. So, Tom, I'm curious, when it comes to the state of A&D certification, what are you seeing out there? The problem in the enterprise software world today is companies are falling behind because they're stuck on legacy processes and technology. And as the complexity of the product and processes increase, the demand increases, and they're not able to satisfy it with their current methods and tools. So if you look at the requirements involved for both product and for certification, there can be tens of thousands of requirements, and they do change over time. So keeping the configuration of requirements and how they impact the downstream designs all in sync is really complicated. Currently, they use a lot of manual processes. So there's manual transfer data and emails and things like that to keep things coordinated. It's easy to have data get out of sync. Also, as like all products today, there's more and more electronics and software getting incorporated. Aerospace products are no different. And keeping track of the requirements across the integrated systems and the interfaces gets extra hard if you have to do it manually. And if there's a change, making sure that the proper testing is done to make sure you're validating all the right data and instances of the data or the physical product gets ever more complicated. What happens when they get out of sync, uh, something changes in the design or, or in the plan, since design planning and testing or validation tends to run in silos, you can really get cascading scheduling impacts with all the complexity involved in the schedule when something goes wrong. So it's clear aerospace and defense manufacturers are under continuous pressure to evolve and and also just improve how they operate. And this definitely includes new methods for certification, especially now we see the emergence of space travel and tourism, quickly emerging UAM segment, zero carbon flight, domains across the entire product lifecycle from acquisition to engineering, design, production, and even into service. 
they all must improve. Now, now, Dale, I know Siemens has a lot to say when it comes to the digital transformation. Yes, Scott, we do. When we think about all the challenges that our customers face, whether it's design, development, systems engineering, verification, manufacturing, product support, program management, all of these areas, they have challenges. And so we've, we've organized all of the different products that we have. We've organized these solutions into what we call digital threads. And these are really geared towards addressing the difficult business challenges that our customers are facing with an overarching goal of improving the technical performance of their programs, helping them reduce program costs and program schedule, all while managing their program risks. So our digital threads, we've, we've aligned these along the five major functional areas for most programs. You know, so, for example, engineering, program management, supply chain, production, and product support. So we've identified these digital threads that address the needs of those functional areas within the context of a larger program. And these, these digital threads stretch across the entire product development lifecycle from conception of a new product all the way to the end of life when you've delivered product to the customer and they've flown it out for years. These five functional areas probably account for 95% of the people that are working these programs. And so what we really have done with these threads in addressing these is we've created these, these configurable solutions that really tie together and integrate all of the solutions that we have into a stronger digital thread that's traceable from beginning to end. We're able to automate some of the workflows within these digital threads so that you're, you're eliminating all these manual activities, these manual data translations, as well as even things like just keeping track of when work is completed, that we're able to automate some of those tasks and update the program schedule, for example. So you finish a test, the program schedule automatically updates because of how we've automated these solutions. And so really geared towards focusing on these uh, customer challenges, uh, the business challenges that our customers have and helping them go faster. We see these pressures on all businesses and especially in A&D. I do want to focus in on the supply chain thread that Dale mentioned. As far as verification and validation, A&D supply chains have really grown significantly in their size and the complexity and the responsibility that they take on. And so getting that thread under better control is a big win for OEMs and the whole industry. Components get manufactured in sub-tiers, but the higher tier suppliers end up developing systems and subsystems, and those require verification and certification. And then that certification needs to roll up to the OEM. And so making sure that the schedule communication happens with integrated program planning is critical to keep programs on track and certification happening when it needs to happen. Ultimately, the OEM is responsible for the certification, so it's up to them to coordinate. That's been a big change we've seen in working with aerospace companies is the amount of collaboration that they're bringing in with their supply chain. The OEMs and the suppliers as well, the whole supply chain needs clear visibility into production and certification processes so that when things go wrong and schedules change, everyone can update with as minimal impact as, as possible. By bringing uh, this technology up front, you've got to also address the issue that each company does make its own choice and in solutions and tools and making sure that standards are supported so that data can be exchanged is, is really a, a huge challenge that we see. And it's part of what the A&D Action Group tries to address with some of the research. 
You mentioned clear visibility. It's so critical. You know, sure, we can talk about digitalization throughout the product lifecycle and how it can seriously help the certification process, but equally important is the visibility into the supply chain. Absolutely. To ensure that a program runs on time and within budget, it's very critical for the OEM to have access to and really an understanding of and the ability to respond to the supplier status and the feedback. So as you're going through these verification programs, you know, Tom mentioned standards that, you know, how do you, how do you help the flow of information? And if customers and companies can work to standards, then that helps, that helps them share the information more effectively. But when you think about what these companies are dealing with, the data from all the supplier tests and the certification reports, these are very important artifacts that they, the OEMs have to use to assess the issues and maybe any issues that are raised by suppliers. They can be used to validate the quality of the design, the product, the supplier performance, and as often is used in certification. So the OEMs have to be confident in the quality of the supplier data in order to achieve product certification in a fast and efficient manner. So as you're passing data back and forth, the OEM is, is flowing requirements to the supplier. The supplier is oftentimes validating or verifying that those requirements have been satisfied and then passing that data back in a secure configuration controlled manner. And so you need to be able to help with that within the processes. So let's go a little deeper into how the digital transformation impacts product certification. Dale, can we start by first discussing the challenges? Within aerospace and defense, as in many other you know, heavily regulated industries, the product certification can be very challenging. And there's different flavors for certification, whether you're talking about a civil certification for like an airliner, or if it's a military aircraft that's going through an airworthiness, or even if you're a, a space launch vehicle going through a certification or a verification with NASA, you have to be able to make sure that you're meeting those standards and that you're ensuring that the flight and the human safety uh, requirements are met. And so the products must be certified over and over again sometimes. Sometimes we talk about it for the type, the, the you know basically the original design of the product. Then your production process has to be certified to verify that you are actually producing what you said you would produce when you designed and tested the product, and then maintaining continued airworthiness throughout the life of the product, so through maintenance practices and through how you keep your records. And so each certification process comes with unique challenges. So kind of the bottom line on this, you know, certifying AD, A&D products is very expensive and oftentimes it's on the critical path to delivery. Oftentimes, by the time you've started your certification activities, the aerospace and defense cu- customers have already invested huge amounts of money in building prototypes and pre-production units. And so the certification process really starts from the beginning. But if it fails, if the product fails certification testing, you can't deliver, you can't get certified, you can't start delivering or operating it until you've resolved that problem. So, And you can't collect revenue. And, and so it takes time to resolve these issues, and it can result in huge costs and schedule overruns for a lot of these OEMs. From a, a PLM viewpoint on that process, once you have your certification plan defined, it needs to be executed, and a big and the data captured, the test data and associated with the appropriate product configurations. And you need to be able to demonstrate traceability end-to-end from the initial requirements through virtual and physical testing to ensure that the product's verified. So that's where the a big part of where PLM can help, keeping all that data linked together. The other thing is change control. 
within any large program, there are always many, many changes in process. And sometimes those changes impact test plans or certification-related issues. could be anything from a design fix or a new requirement for manufacturing or new materials that happen during the long development life cycles in A&D. So you really need to be able to coordinate that all so that when you get into that certification process, you don't get big surprises that disrupt things. The other thing, Dale mentions the different certification types. It's not just the verifications, not just the initial compliance, but it's that over the lifespan, making sure that they maintain airworthiness, especially in the commercial world, because if a plane, planes are expensive and they generate a lot of revenue, and if it falls out of compliance, it can't fly. So that's a huge impact on on the business. And there's many, many things that need to be followed. And over a very long period of time, decades. So keeping track of all that documentation is uh, really a serious endeavor to make sure that the planes maintain their airworthiness. Historically, certification has been a parallel independent process, uh, often done long after the design. But that simply doesn't work today. It's just too expensive and costly, and it's just more complicated than ever. You know, I, I read in a, a piece from Rockwell Collins that said, in past years, 75 cents of each dollar spent would go into the program cost and 25 cents would go into certification. Well, today that's totally flipped. More costs are going into certifying rather than developing the system. I, I've watched that or I've witnessed that or maybe I've lived through that my entire career where early on the certification effort was was kind of an activity that we did towards the end of the program. But uh, two things really come to mind. I think that as we look at the the amount of complexity in these systems, the level of integration between all the different systems now that you have on an aircraft. You, you no longer have, you know, just like individual mechanical systems on the airplane, but these are all interconnected electromechanical systems. And there's really just a lot more electronics and software on all these airplanes. And, and you've seen that growth over the last few decades. And, and so that's driven the cost increase for verification, all that complexity. And then the other thing that we see a lot is that the Legacy test and verification processes have been very manual. They've been document-driven or at least document-centric. And even where they maybe have gone to electronic methods, it's, it sometimes feels like digitized paper using spreadsheets and Word documents. And those processes just don't scale to meet the complexity of the products that we have today. And, and really, they're not going to meet the complexity of the products that are going to be coming out in the future with everything, with all the new exciting developments on the horizon. So you have to move from these document-centric systems and processes. You need digital transformation to really help keep your costs under control, but also to ensure that the products are properly and completely verified and certified. And, and that's a key part of also ensuring the safety of the product for our customers. Yeah. So you mentioned the legacy processes. We still see a lot of those out there in our consulting. And what historically has happened and is still happening in in many cases is validation is really treated as an after the fact process you know the proverbial throwing things over the wall and then the validation team or certification team needs to dig through documents and data to pull together a package to submit to the uh, the regulatory authority 
often it's done outside of configuration control. So there's always questions about, did we test the right configuration against the right data, causing additional loops of verifying the data before you send it in? When you're doing physical testing, it's time-consuming and and expensive with complex setups that you often need to schedule a long time in advance. So if the testing teams are in a silo and don't have access or updated access to project plans and the change process, they can get surprised. So if they get surprised, you end up impacting schedules and the certification process, adding additional waste and you can understand why that that cost uh, metric flip that you'd mentioned, Scott, from seventy five twenty five to twenty five seventy five. But with a lot of activities being pushed down the supply chain, it's even more critical to get a good communication strategy set up with the supply chain, so they're totally integrated into the uh, program and project management, helping you to ensure that your certification deliverables all come in automatically and are have the are properly configuration controlled and can adapt as the plan changes. Wow, Tom. So many obstacles. It's it's just crazy. When it comes to certification, what can customers expect once they become a more digitalized enterprise? Well, within modern product lifecycle management platforms and with modern solutions and, and all the applications and the digital threads, the digital twin that's available to us now, you're able to bring various digital or virtual analysis solutions to enable verification and certification to be done more regularly during the design. So when you think about this, that as you're developing the product, that you're, you're, you're doing virtual testing of it, you're doing your analysis of it, that helps reduce the chances of finding a problem once you get into your physical test or your flight test uh, program. So it really it significantly reduces the cost and the timelines by identifying these potential flaws or design issues early in the process when the cost of change is still pretty, pretty low. You haven't built parts yet. You haven't built any products. And, and so you, you don't have to do as much rework. You're able to modify the design before you start building airplane components. By converting to a digital paradigm, you also speed up your processes. Everything's a lot more traceable. The artifacts that are necessary for certification are captured as really as a byproduct of the daily work. And so no longer when it, you know you start going through an auditing process for a certification, do you have to start running off to different shared drives, different filing cabinets. The data is all contained there. And so the digitalized approach really lowers cost. It helps shorten your timelines. And it minimizes the risk of changes and it really minimizes the risk of all these scrambles that happen, typically happen when you're trying to find and and gather all the certification documentation, or even if you're just trying to respond to something that happened in the middle of your flight test program and you need to respond quickly so you can get back into your certification process. So it helps eliminate a lot of those risks versus using conventional legacy approaches. What Dale just described, the digitalization of process opens the door to virtual testing. So Tom, what's SimData's take on this? We've got a lot to say. Certainly A&D products push design and materials to the limits of physics and the logic that are encoded within the products, the the software and electronics and things. In some ways, A&D is 
behind other industries, automotive has done more virtual validation, or we see more virtual validation there. But the extreme safety considerations of aerospace products, we believe, have driven that that somewhat conservative nature. And it's I think that's a good thing. Virtual testing's value is obvious. It saves time and money by enabling routine tests to be done in software. It frees up resources, but also they can, the tests can be done virtually, can be done early and often, earlier in the design process before you have physical product to test. And you can also perform studies that might be difficult to physically test, have virtual sensors to reach into areas that would be hard to physically instrument. Often what we're seeing is the physical sensors can't be installed because of space limitations or operating constraints. Um, And if you're running a simulation using data from physical tests, uh, you can actually predict, for example, in the case of an engine test, if you've got the inlet temperature and the outlet temperature, the simulation can model that. And then you have a lot more confidence that the intermediate temperatures within the uh, the engine are accurate and where it's difficult to install a sensor. So that really helps a lot, especially in the development side of, of the product. The other thing with virtual testing is you can run more tests more easily. By adding additional compute resources, you can run tests in parallel and run many more iterations than you can realistically run physically. You can run a lot more operating conditions that might not be you might not be able to get in the physical world. Also, you can run things closer to the edge of destruction, let's say, without risking damage to expensive physical prototypes. And Dale, how does Siemens approach virtual testing? I'm glad you asked. Uh, this is a very big deal for us. And, and I think this is an area where we have a lot of opportunity with the comprehensive digital twin. When I hear the phrase virtual testing, I immediately think about flying it before you build it. What we're really saying is with the comprehensive digital twin, our customers are able to build a virtual integrated aircraft or even a virtual integrated Ironbird, which helps to minimize the developmental flight testing. And so you're able to test, you do your physical test and your flight testing to really just demonstrate compliance and really reduce that, that period of discovery that often occurs in the developmental flight testing. So there's, there's a lot of real advantages here using the power of the digital twin and the digital thread. You're able to identify these technical issues and the risks as the design is being developed so that you're fixing problems earlier, as we said earlier, when the cost is still low. And then you're able to start to minimize your physical testing to only the most critical test cases. So oftentimes in a flight test program, you'll see flight test conditions really just spread across the entire flight envelope. But through the virtual testing, and as Tom was mentioning, you know, like the addition of using the virtual sensors, you're able to, to, to get a lot more insight into how the, the product, your aircraft, your platform is going to perform once it's in flight test. And so instead of just spreading points across the entire envelope and just testing everything, you're now able to validate the the digital twin, how it represents your models and how it represents the performance of your product, and then really focus on only the critical flight test cases. So you're able to run a much more efficient, effective uh, flight test program. And then finally, you're able to de-risk your certification because you're, you're doing this early integration 
in the virtual world and then you're making your iron birds and your simulators more effective. And then that, that again also leads into your overall aircraft program being much more effective from a flight test perspective. So, you know, in recent years, companies have really turned to the digital twin to start ensuring that their configurations are accurate and, and usable to meet the validation operational requirements for their, their aircraft platform, for example. So, by creating a digital thread and then using the digital twin to manage all of your um, verification validation programs, it really speeds up the design process because you eliminate mistakes. You have fewer changes in your design. And then as your solution improves over time, as you get confidence, as you've used this on one program and then the next program, both your internal staff and the uh, regulatory agencies, their confidence in virtual testing will continue to improve. And so we'll continue to see more and more growth of virtual testing as we go forward. Well, we've talked about verification management as it relates to product validation, but I would imagine there's much more behind the verification management digital thread. Our verification management solution leverages the team center capabilities to manage large amounts of data in in a very robust manner. And we've tailored these processes to the aerospace and defense industry. And so these capabilities range from tracking from your requirements all the way through your design, analysis, your manufacturing, your testing, and then even into service. And they're all maintained under configuration control uh, within Team Center. And so you're really easing one of the major issues that's associated with certification is being able to keep this data properly organized and then to be able to reference it as you're going through your certification process and collecting up your uh, compliance artifacts. And so how does this work? Well, with Team Center, with the collaboration capabilities, you're, you're able to support data sharing and communication across fully within your team and also within your supply chain and also with the regulatories for both the initial airworthiness discussions as well as you know, your continuous airworthiness certifications once your products are out in the field. And by leveraging this integrated verification management solution, you're able to assess your change impact analysis a lot more easily uh, and how do changes affect different certification artifacts that need to be reviewed throughout the entire process. So when you do have a change, you're able to ensure that you have accurate information that can be distributed across the entire enterprise, including your supply chain of those changes. And this traceability that's enabled by Team Center gives the extended enterprise complete visibility to the source data that's required for certification artifacts and really improves confidence in both the digital and the physical versions of the product. And then finally, you know, Team Center acts as the backbone for these, for multiple digital threads and, and manages the data representing the digital twins so that, you know, as I mentioned earlier, when you start to automate these workflows, that as you complete ver- verification activities, that it's automatically updating your program schedules because these artifacts are interconnected within the process. Yes, yes, yes. And talking about that digital transformation, uh, Siemens has made a bunch of announcements involving major industry wins, which include the likes of the U.S. Air Force and Northrop Grumman. In fact, listeners, if you want details on digital transformation wins at Siemens from the past year, I suggest you Google Lockheed Martin Select Siemens and look for the Siemens blog by Dale. It has all kinds of details and wonderful links. Okay, so we've talked about the verification management digital thread. Dale, is there another digital thread we should be talking about? I've hinted at this a little bit already, but this is the integrated program planning and execution digital thread. So this is much more than just keeping track of the schedule. It really starts at the beginning when you're you're developing your initial program plan. 
and you're starting to create some artifacts and you're using historical information to build your initial product proposal and your product plan. And then that connects that plan throughout your program execution processes to really help improve the visibility. So it brings many of the aspects of a traditional program management system forward by, by providing visibility to this information on how you're doing on your project and your schedule and how you're doing on costs. And by connecting these deliverables with the project tasks throughout the entire product program, whether it's design release or completion of a test or even completion of manufacturing process steps, you're able to create a holistic view of the data that's being captured in a context that's much easier for for non-engineering staff to, to be able to consume, as you're saying, as you're talking about the, the verification process. So rather than navigating large bill of material structures or searching for inconsistent item names, uh, team members are now able to navigate via the work breakdown structure that the program plan is built around and to really define the appropriate deliverables that they need to do as they do their work. And so while the, the data and the process management that's enabled by Team Center provides the data authors with these robust capabilities, the integrated program planning and execution solution coordinates these activities across the entire extended enterprise and down into your supply chain. And so you're ensuring that people, the technicians, the engineers, the technicians, all the people that are needing access to the data, they're able to ensure that they complete their tasks on time and within budget. So, you know, the basis of all this is that IPP&E, or our integrated program planning execution solution, uses a common work breakdown structure to really organize all of the planning and all of the execution activities so that you create these work packages that help integrate your cost, your schedule requirements, processes, inputs, and outputs throughout the entire process. And because it's all connected with the digital thread, this is where the automation, the workflow automation starts to come in. As you complete tasks, it's automatically updating in your schedule. So your teams aren't having to spend a lot of time doing their work and then going in and updating the schedule after the fact. Yeah, it's some data. We're a, a big believer in that integrated program management approach. By enabling that alternative way to navigate product data is really a time saver within organizations. The the engineers and designers understand how to navigate from a bomb but they're uh, often the only ones that do. So this it gives a, an opportunity for others to get much easier access to data. In the PLM implementation I did at Freudenberg, that was one of the key things we delivered was program management tied to product data. So as a, an engineer released some product data, it would automatically complete the task and the other people would have, uh, be able to navigate to the data. And it was a huge win in in the company. So we see interest in A&D and uh, taking advantage of that capability. What I'd like to do now is change directions a bit. The Siemens Accelerate Portfolio of Software and Services has been in the news lately because it's available now as a software as a service cloud solution. Now, we could do an entire podcast on that alone, but when it comes to the A&D industry and the digital threads we've been discussing, Dale, what is the role of Accelerator? The Accelerator portfolio from Siemens Digital Industry Software contains out-of-the-box solutions that supports our aerospace and defense customers' products across their entire life cycle, from concept through verification, certification, into manufacturing, and, 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 and into service. And so we're talking about very highly adaptable and open 
modern ecosystem uh, that the platform is built on. So it's flexible and open. It's very adaptable. There are a variety of integrated solutions within Accelerator that help address the challenges that our A&D customers face, ranging all the way from requirements management to model-based systems engineering, all the way in, into simulation, design, and manufacturing, and, and into service. And so integrated program planning execution and verification management that we've talked about here today are really two of these digital threads that help leverage the Accelerator portfolio in solving some of these business challenges for our customers. Well, gentlemen, unfortunately, we are nearing the end of this podcast. In closing, Tom, what would you like to leave with our listeners? I think the big takeaway is certification is a, a critical, expensive process in bringing A&D products to market, and it's ripe for digital transformation. As Dale said, it, it needs to evolve from a scavenger hunt to something that gets executed in the course of your daily work, that certification, the artifacts are automatically captured and organized when the work is managed by a proper program planning solution. The extreme and growing complexity of aircraft and related products is making physical testing more costly and time-consuming and in some cases impossible. There, there aren't enough hours in the day to get all the physical testing done. So the industry is moving and will continue to move to virtual testing and the integrated program planning to keep things all organized and, and under proper control is the path forward. If you haven't bought into that yet, I would suggest you start investigating it and moving forward with it. Good advice. Good advice. And Dale, any parting shots from you? Yeah, it's at Siemens Digital Industry Software We've been enabling digitalization for decades. As we continue to work with our customers on their business transformations, we recognize that you really, in order to achieve your business transformation, you have to have digital transformation. And so part of the solution that we've talked about here today, our digital threads are really bolstered by the digital twin, which enables incorporating all the verification management activities within an integrated program management methodology. And so, again, your verification management digital thread as part of these solutions offers complete traceability from requirements through your verification planning into design and test, really provides easy communication of verification status through real-time uh, visual reporting uh, throughout the entire process. And most importantly, it gives teams visibility to assess design changes that are inevitably going to occur as you go through a program and really understand the impact of those design changes as you analyze those. And so all of this leads to improved program performance and a faster, more efficient certification process for our customers. One of the takeaways for me is verification management is so much more than just product certification. By incorporating the certification digital twin throughout the enterprise and supply chain, aircraft OEMs gain more effective program execution, which includes simulation and physical test coordination. So this in turn reduces physical test costs and improves confidence uh, in virtual testing and certification. So exactly. Our, our certification digital twin ties certification into the overall product development process. So when you start with your planning Customers are able to build in their entire verification and certification plan into the overall program plan. As you start to execute and move into the execution phase for certification, customers are going through their developmental testing and analysis, and they're being able to track the live status of verification and certification activities throughout the entire process. And as you move into the audit phase, 
as you're going through your final certification phases, customers are able to leverage the, the digital thread to navigate through all the verification and certification plans and to gather all the compliance artifacts and your, and your means of certification. And then finally, as you go into the maintain uh, phase for your airworthiness, the aircraft certification is not just a one-time activity. You go through that as you, you know, design and then deliver the aircraft, but you have to be able to maintain it throughout the entire life of the aircraft. And so by using the certification digital twin, users are able to really leverage all of the certification information to accelerate their product evolutions as well as their in-service updates. So there's no question that, you know, collaboration plays a key role in managing the execution across the entire enterprise but also with the regulatory authorities, and this is all built on the certification digital twin with a strong digital thread. Well said. Thank you, Dale. All right, Tom, Dale, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you for your time today. Thanks to Scott and Dale's great discussion. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Scott. And, and thanks, Tom. Uh, it was a great discussion. And uh, Tom, thank you for joining us today. Okay, so if you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss any of our upcoming episodes, please subscribe to Talking Aerospace today on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you go to get your favorite podcast. We are currently in Season 5 with one more episode planned around zero emissions aircraft. My name is Scott Salzweedle, and this is Siemens Talking Aerospace Today. I hope you'll join us again for our next podcast. Until then, bye for now. <laughs>